Well, while we build up to the general election here, there's obviously a lot of focus, even here within Korea, on what's going on in the United States in presidential election year. And once again, the question is, which side will take victory this time, the Democrat or Republican camps? But even within that, which candidates will step forward first to stand in that race. Now, Jiyeon, good morning to you. Good morning, Alex. You're going to take us through the, the process of this election. Yes, I will. Well, um, it's it's actually not enough to look at one election day um, for the U.S. because the whole year is important. Um, I guess that would be the same for any other country as well. But um, in the U.S., election years begin with primaries and caucuses. They are the elections to decide which Democrat candidate will compete against which Republican candidate to compete in the presidential election. And here, several members of each party compete for nomination to become the presidential candidate. Now, the way the primaries and caucuses are organized and who is entitled to vote varies from state to state. But an important p- fact is that in some states, it is all voters and in some only voters of that specific party are allowed to vote for the party member for a presidency. Uh, the dates of the primaries and caucuses are also fixed individually by each federal state. But there is one day called Super Tuesday, which is very special. A Super Tuesday in the 2016 election cycle is scheduled to be held on March 1st, 2016. And the state has been dubbed the SEC primary since many of the participating states are represented in the U.S. Collegiate Southeastern Conference. Uh, the participating states include Alabama, Alaska, Arkansas, Colorado caucuses, Georgia, Massachusetts. The list actually goes on. But these contenders for each party for nomination for presidential candidate, they're not, they're not elected directly. No, um, it's because citizens only elect the delegates who in turn are bound to a particular candidate. The winner of the primaries is the candidate who ultimately obtains more than half of the delegates' votes. And once all the states have elected all of their delegates, it's usually clear who the candidate for presidency will be. Uh, But officially, the delegates only vote for their candidate at the party's national convention. And and if one of the candidates obtain more than half of all the delegates' votes, uh, negotiations... if, well, if none of the candidates mm. get the half of the votes, negotiations are held within that party. And then some candidates may withdraw. And so the delegates have to vote again. And if that is the case, the delegates are no longer bound to that particular candidate. They can vote for a different candidate and carry on doing so until one wins from that party. So after the party's national convention, it's clear and official who the main candidates in each party will be and the election campaign can begin and then the winner is decided by the citizens of the USA on election day which will be November 8th of 2016 and on that day all citizens over 18 can cast their ballot and so all that just decides whether you're in the final race yes for president <laughs> but even that is not straightforward that's right well um and 
the citizens actually vote for electors who in turn are pledged to vote for one of the candidates. So if one someone wants Hillary Clinton to be president, he votes for an elector who also votes for Hillary Clinton. And the number of electors for each federal state depends on the state's population. So at the end of an election day in every state, a certain number of electors are for a Democrat president and a certain number are for a Republican president. However, they're not simply assigned to the presidential candidates because in almost all states, the winner-takes-it-all principle applies. So let's assume the state has 10 electors. Six of them are for the Democrat and the four of them are for the Republican. And then the Democrat candidate has won the election in that state and gets the votes for all 10 electors. This is what you call the winner-takes-it-all. Right. Um, Yes. Well, how many electors are there? Well, altogether, there are 538 electors. Uh, The candidate who has more than half of all electors on his side has won the election. And in this process, um, the the ones from the swing votes, which are those states that are usually not determined as for whether they are for Democrats or for Republicans. Mm. um, So these swing votes can definitely be decisive. And after the electors have elected, it's actually already clear who will be president. Well, we'll uh, watch a little more closely. Perhaps those who weren't aware will feel a little better informed now as well. Thanks to your glossary this morning. Cho Ji Thank you, Alex.